Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hi, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. So a couple weeks ago, I received an audio testimonial from someone who attended one of my classes down in Memphis, Tennessee, um, that I had done for uh, both a mortgage company and the Memphis Area Association of Realtors. And I thought I'd share it with you because, you know, but the podcast has been very instrumental in helping my um, consulting and speaking business grow. And I thank you all so very much for that as you're listening and you think that um, there's an opportunity for me to help your company um, or yourself. I really appreciate that. So I just wanted to share that with you first before we get really rolling into this podcast. So here we go. Hi, my name is Kelly Jones. I am the Business Development and Marketing Director for Community Mortgage. Um, I have been a listener of Jen's podcast, Mortgage Lending Mastery, for almost two years now. Um, I started listening to her podcast when I entered the mortgage industry, and I was surprised to find how much amazing business um business instruction and business development instruction was in her podcast content. Um, so much so that I continued to listen. And when I had the opportunity to suggest a new, um, a new speaker for our women's council of realtors affiliate appreciation event, I thought she would be a perfect fit. Um, she, provides quality content and instruction. So I, um, I was a little apprehensive thinking maybe she was too busy, but she was an amazing person to work with, to provide education for our group. Um, she was extremely responsive, um, extremely flexible in what we wanted to accomplish for our um, for our group and she definitely delivered that. Um, we were able to provide, uh, another class for our realtors, the realtor math one-on-one class. That was one of the best classes, um, and some of the best feedback that we got, uh, for our association for this math class so much so that we can't wait to have her again. Um, she also did a class for my, um, for my company, Community Mortgage, and once again provided just one day chocked full of some of the greatest, you know, tangible information that our our group has seen in a long time. So if you're thinking about reaching out to her to provide instruction for your association, your referral partners, or your company as not only a 
mortgage, uh, a mortgage group, but insurance, a moving company, anybody that really could profit from business development, which really is all of us. Um, I would really reach out to her and um, you will be absolutely surprised at how easy it is and wonderful it is to work with her. And um, we were so excited to have her and we can't wait for her to come back. So um, thank you so much, Jen, for all that you do and hope to see you again soon. Hey, welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm Jen. Okay, another Jen's shot. So this is uh, about offense or defense. And again, I cannot stress enough how many people I see in our industry being on the defense. We are so reactionary. We just wait for things to happen. Or we, um, we almost were like we're on our own fire starters. We just run around and try to find ways to stir things up because that's what we like. And it's funny because we're pointing fingers at realtors saying that they're, they're all about drama, that they live on and feed off this drama. And yet I feel like we're that too. So I want to talk to you about offense or defense, okay? So let me just share the example of the alternative first. By the way, that's the sales tactic. You always, always share the alternative option first. So, defense. Defense is the chaos that I see all the time with people on the phone out in the hall trying to listen to um, someone talking to them at a conference. You know, they're, they're constantly leaving the conference because, you know, oh, I've got business I've got to take care of. The truth is, if you want to have a $100 million business uh, practice, you know, do $100 million worth of volume every year, $60 million. Okay, 60 minutes, 30 million, maybe. If you want to do volume, you have got to get control of how your practice is run. And it starts with you. You're the one who's going to have to change your mindset about being so reactionary and being so task oriented that it has to be taken care of right away. That's number one. The things that are coming to you that you feel you have to immediately take care of, that's a defensive move. In addition to that, it it's also defensive to not have a time block every single day that you're doing offensive activities. So instead of sitting and waiting for the client to call you to find out what the status of the loan is, for the real estate agent to call you and find out has the loan been submitted, the contingency's up, what the heck's going on with the deal, to have the financial planner call you and say, hey, did you get in touch with that client? To have them calling you is, is suicide. It's business suicide. You need to be on it. You need to be calling them and being offensive, right? Not offensive, be on the offense. Offense is leaning in. So think about it. Who are you working with right now? And I'm going to pause for just a second. I want you to think about a client, a realtor, a referral partner, somebody that you're working with right now. Got their name, their situation, status, Process, where are we? Okay. Are they waiting for you to call them? Is there an action that you haven't taken? Could they be wondering when you might be calling them? Are they in, are they in flux where, for example, with a client, they're wondering what the next step is? Is there somebody on your team who's waiting for you to respond to them to something and that they can't move forward without that response. So they can't talk to a customer or a partner without your consent or blessing on a strategy and you're holding them up. Are you leaning back? 
Have you called that one client that you saw on Facebook that uh, just got married, just got divorced, just got engaged, just had a baby, went on a nice trip, had their son win some award, they won an award? Have you even thought about or taken the time or carved out the time in your time blocking to look for them and see what you can do to lean into the relationship? I guess I should have said lean in or lean out, right? But I guess same thing. You want to be on the offense, not on the defense. If you get a phone call, and, and so imagine this, you get a phone call, and this happened to me several years ago, that's how I started going, this is not going to happen again. And that, that's when I created my PLP years before it was popular to have a perfect loan process. I got a call from a realtor who said, has the appraisal been ordered? And at that time, we had pagers. And I ran down the street and found my favorite to uh, phone booths, and believe me, I knew where they all were. Found my favorite phone booth, got out my 10 cents, made a call to my processor and said, has the appraisal been ordered? And the processor said, I don't know, let me get back to you. Let me find out. So the processor had to do whatever she was doing. I then got in my car, drove away, got a block away, and sure enough, I got a page, because it was only pagers back then. And it was to call my cell phone. So I had to find another phone booth. I had to call my, call my or not my cell phone, call my uh, pager line, only to hear that my processor said, yes, the appraisal's been ordered. Great. Hung up, put another dime in, called the realtor. Hey, the appraisal's been ordered. It was ordered yesterday. And the realtor says to me, what do you think? When's it coming back? When are we going to get it? <sighs> I forgot to ask that question. So I hang up the phone and call my processor and ask that question. So you can see this vicious, vicious circle. How much time is this taking me? And even today, if someone called and asked about the appraisal, if you're ingrained with your, your transactions, great. We'll talk about that in a minute. But if you're like me who has a team and they know what's going on, I have no idea what's going on with my loans. I, I have a sense of them, but I don't need to because they handle everything so well that loans just close. So I wouldn't have any idea, but I can tell you this. If I got a phone call or a text from a realtor asking me if the appraisal was ordered, I would flip out. And my team knows that. Because what it's telling me is that they've not been communicated with. We didn't have the foresight to think about it and the anticipation, which um, if you ever get my uh, lifetime membership, you'll see that my, my uh, perfect loan process has a watermark on it that says anticipate. Because I want us to anticipate what their needs are. I want us to anticipate what their thoughts are. I want us to anticipate what they think um, is going to happen next, what they might need next. Um, what might be popping up in their minds. I want us to anticipate. So if I got a phone call like that, I, or an email or text or whatever, I would flip my lid. Because that, for me, is the measurement of customer, service, or customer experience rather than customer um, service. Customer experience, like wowing them so they're so compelled to tell everybody. So we always want to be on the offense because the offense is, making them smile. Every time the phone rings and it's me, I want them to smile because they know it's good news. It's either good news or a referral for them. I don't want them to see my name and go, ugh, I can't deal with her right now. And especially when they're with a client. They say, oh no, take the call. No, <laughs> believe me, you don't, want, you don't want me to take the call from this lender. That's not good. So we want a good reputation. So we want to be pushing out information at milestones and at gut feelings 
at innuendos that come in on emails or phone calls, any of that, we want to be pushing that information out because that is a two minute, two second information dump or, or communication to the person so that they know what the next step is and it makes them smile. Defense is when it comes in and you have to explain why you didn't communicate, they want to know why they're feeling left out, you know, and it took their time to call me, now I have to research and I have to call them back because I want to feel like I'm the one calling, so what a waste of my time. So anything that's on the defense is a waste of time. So getting back to the person, those of you that are doing uh, all the communication yourself and you don't have a team, if you're getting that call, you're the one who's making has a mistake, I don't know what, what to say. You're the one who's creating the defensive call. If you have the utmost control of everything, and the reason you have control is because you're a control freak, because listen, I was there too. So you have a control, you feel that by having the control that you're going to be able to communicate better, and yet you're still getting defensive, uh, defensive calls that are going to take 20 minutes to explain why you didn't do something and you have to research, you're missing the boat. I hate to say it, but you are, you're totally missing the boat. So go back to your PLP. Everybody go back to your PLPs, your perfect loan process, whatever you want to call it. Go back to it. It's also called the fire prevention program, right? The fire prevention list. Go back to that and see where there are holes in your, and a lack of communications because it's like a bucket with leaks in it. You know, if there's leak, if you have leaks, then your system isn't ironclad. So where is it that you're getting most of the phone calls? Is it about the appraisal because you didn't put in your PLP to call somebody or send a quick text or send an email to let them know that the appraisal was ordered? Um, what what is it? I mean, what what is it about? Is it that you didn't create a tickler, knowing that the appraisal was ordered, knowing that somehow you re, you know received notification that the appraisal is going to be inspected on Thursday, either from the client on a refi, the listing agent on a purchase, or your appraisal management company? And if you know the appraisal is going to be inspected on Thursday, and you know the listing agent knows that, and they've told everybody, and it's going to be inspected on Thursday they are going to start wanting to know when is it back, when is it back, how long does it take to get back. And that in correlation with the, with the contingency, pardon me, the contingency date, if they can, let's say that they're inspecting on Thursday, the contingency date isn't until two weeks out, that's not going to be acceptable. It might not be out for two weeks, but somebody's inspected the property. They are going to be wanting to know what the value is. So anticipate that they're going to have that angst on it. And if you know it's going to be inspected on Thursday, then give the guy over the weekend, but come Monday, start asking your AMC, hey, what's going on with the appraisal? When can we expect it? Because I want to get information. Pick up the phone and call everybody and say, hey, look, I just wanted to touch base with you and let you know that I know the property was inspected last Thursday. I've already reached out to the appraisal management company to see if we can accelerate the, the um, appraiser getting the appraisal done well in advance of the appraisal contingency date. What a great phone call versus not saying anything and letting them constantly bug and call you when it's too late. You've lost. You've already lost. So there's my take on offense versus defense. And it's that's huge. That's a huge conversation. Very minor tweak. It's just being present, paying attention, and anticipating what their needs are so that they smile when you call instead of you frowning when they call you because now you know you've lost. Sound good? God, I feel like I'm preaching lately. Just one of those things. I'm not. I'm just sharing, trying to get you to see it so that you can smile all day long rather than frown, right?
And when I see someone frowning, I say, are you happy? And they go, nah, you know, yeah, I'm okay, why? And I go, well, then tell your face because your face looks like it's really unhappy. I want your face to be really happy. So go on the offense, get rid of the defense, and watch your business grow because people are going to be tickled that you have communicated, and they are going to be so compelled to tell everyone about the great customer experience they had. I'll catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.